Aftershark MMA Show. Hi everyone out there. I just want to make an announcement that both me and my daughter have new books out there on the market available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com as well as our website, RetortoFamilyBooks.com. My book is called Mark is the Vampire. It's a brand new fantasy vampire novel. And my daughter's book is called A Little Bit Louder. It's the second book in her Invisible Girl series. Check it out. Again, it's either it's available at either RetortoFamilyBooks.com, Amazon.com, or BarnesandNoble.com. This is Jim the Podcast Sherpa from Too Many Podcasts, and you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Let's get ready to podcast! Hi everyone, this is Mark the Shark. Retorto, just want to make sure that everyone's following me, not only here on this podcast, but on my new live show that's hosted on Twitch. You can watch it at twitch.tv slash show, And it's Mark with a C and not a K. And I air a new episode every Saturday. So check it out. Hi everyone, I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA Show, where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. Today we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed, but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest hosts. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the click the support button found at anchor.fm slash mark the shark MMA show. And that's Mark spelled with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the Mark the Shark MMA show Facebook page. Page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action thriller suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com. In paperback version only on BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorta. She has her books in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on Amazon.com and paperback format on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. Hey everybody, we're back on the show, and today I got Zane back. We're here to talk about UFC 248 to do a recap of Anasanya versus Romero. How are you doing today, Zane? I'm good, Mark. How are you doing? All right. So, uh, yeah, me and Zane got together with a bunch of friends, 
I got the local Buffalo Wings restaurant, and uh, that's where we saw the fight. So it was a good time. I had a few beers and everything. So what'd you think of the fights, Sal? I mean, I was saying, what'd you think uh, of the fights? I thought it was really good, actually. Uh, there were, uh, unfortunately, the the main event was uh, a little bit less than to be desired, but uh, definitely the card itself was, uh, I think, pretty exciting. Um, the the co-made event with Zhang and uh, Joanna, I just think that was one of the most unbelievable fights I've seen, uh, whether it's men or women. I mean, just the the raw toughness that these women um, uh, expressed, it was just unbelievable. Um, I, I really wish that uh, Yoel didn't kind of act like, um, like the spider from years ago, where he was getting kind of weird in the, in the ring. And uh, I really feel that Adesanya would have said, you know what, you're not going to you know, really fight me. You're going to kind of hold back a little bit. I, re- I wish that he was a little bit more aggressive. I think he was a little, he was playing it a little bit too safe. Some champions, they just try and hold on to the title and play it safe and just try to make a career out of it. But, uh, you know, even though I respect him very much, I just wish that Adesanya said, you know what, fine, you're going to lay back. It uh, doesn't matter what you do. I'm going to knock you out or tap you out. Like, that's how I feel that every fighter should act. I don't. Uh, unless you are that aggressive, no matter what your opponent does, you should say, I'm going to push the pace. I'm going to, to finish my opponent. And uh, Adesanya was just a little bit too careful, I felt. So, Zane, you're, so you, you're blaming Israel for a boring, boring fight for this? Yeah, I blame or do you think Joel Romero should have some blame as well? I, I, exactly. I feel they're both to blame. But when you're the champion or uh, when you're trying to show that you want to be – Romero wasn't trying to show that he was trying to be a champion. He was hoping to get lucky with, you know, a big shot and then take him <laughs> down and finish. Um, I feel that he wasn't pushing the pace. He wasn't showing championship quality. He wasn't showing that he wanted it. He was showing that he was going to wait until – uh, Sonya was aggressive enough to come in and risk uh, or to, you know, purposefully risk himself, put himself in harm's way in order to finish Romero. But, you know, if you're that good, if you're a champion and if you're going to show Ribon that, hey, I'm going to I'm going to beat him no matter what he does, instead of like, well, I was only able to beat up his leg, uh, you know, because of him. Like, don't blame the other guy, even though I blame both. Don't blame the other guy. You should be able to run him down, catch him, finish him. That's, in my opinion, what a true winner is about. Yeah, yeah I thought the other fights on the card were um, pretty good. Um, they were fun. Yeah, I, really uh, I like uh, Benel the Rouge fight. I think I like his his knockout fight. Close, yeah. Yeah, I thought the that first that, round uh, was. I actually thought that the was going to be round, by the night first. The first oh. round on their fight was, you know, a little bit technical. Uh, uh, Drakkar, uh, he defended, you know, that back take when uh, Darnell got on, on his back and he was trying to get the choke. 
So he defended it well, and it didn't seem like even if the round went on that he would have got tapped out or anything. It was, I felt it was a, a very competitive first fight. And then all of a sudden, round two was rock'em, sock'em, robots. And it was like, whoa, whoa. Like some of these guys, man, they just built differently how they can take a shot to the head or the jaw the way that these guys do. It's amazing. Yeah. And it was some pretty good fights except for that, uh, the main card. But I think, like, at first I thought Brunel was going to, like, definitely get – I'm sure he got some kind of – I mean, he got a knockout bonus. But I, I, the women's fight on that card, I just thought unbelievable. I mean, her head was swollen up after that fight. She looked like a Klingon from Star Trek. <laughs> but, yeah. She, she, she showed just uh, amazing, amazing toughness. I know they both did. They were both pretty banged up, but like John, yeah, I, 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 I would guarantee none of them are fighting for at least six months after that fight. You know what I mean? I, I, for, I forget um, how Magny won. I was trying to remember. If oh yeah, his was a very uh, impressive fight. He just he won an unanimous decision. He dominated uh, uh, Lee Jang Jinglang. Although yeah, that guy, I thought and, uh, was doing good the first round. He was doing well, good. I, I, think, I think what happened was uh, what Joe Rogan said was absolutely correct, that uh, Neil Magny, even though he, he's lost to some uh, top-tier fighters in the past, he, just, he seems like he's getting better and better, but um, he does have really great cardio, and he goes and goes and goes. Kind of like a – I mean, Frankie Edgar is unbelievable, but uh, you know, just to give you uh, an analogy or an example, like Frankie Edgar can go for five rounds, no problem, just mm-hmm. full force wrestling, punching, kicking, everything, um, you know, jujitsu, um, you know, cage fight, you know, against the cage, just five rounds, just straight forward. That's true. A true, uh, uh, the way a champion should train is to be ready for that type of pressure, that type of pace. And I think that Neil has, you know, in the past shown that he's just getting better and better and, you know, too bad if, you know, it's even, it's even, it's even, and then you get tired, and then the other guy isn't. Well, that just means that he is better, that he is in better shape, and that he is more prepared, and he does deserve to win. You know, when you when you fight and fight and fight, and then you get tired, and you're laying up against the fence, and then mm-hmm. you're getting you're letting the guy, not letting him, but you just it's unavoidable how he's just going to stop, uh, not stop throwing punches, and you're just going to get hit, and then eventually that's what happened. He just kept breaking them down. And uh, and I had forgotten if he finished him or not, but you said it was a uh, it was a decision. Yeah, yeah, no, but he he dominated that guy the whole fight. And then uh, Zane, you got there pretty late. You didn't catch your actually, you know, you caught the last two uh, preliminary matches with Sean O'Malley and uh, versus Jose Quinones. That guy was out for a while. He won by TKO. And then you had uh, world champion jiu-jitsu practitioner Rodolfo Vera who beat the uh, – uh, I can't even say that guy. Savar, Savar, that's a hard name. Oh, uh, yeah, that was an um, – That guy an busted up his eye and then he came back, took him down, and got him in an arm triangle. It was a beautiful one. Yeah, that was an absolutely great fight. Um, just, again, showing that, that true toughness. I mean, even though that guy's jiu-jitsu is – you know, off the charts, it's MMA. And if you take a really hard shot or two, that could 
you know, take away your black belt or take away your championship um, jujitsu. And, uh, you know, he took a shot. It didn't take it away, but I'm sure it rocked him a little while. And he had to, you know, he had to just kind of bite down on his mouthpiece and just say, you know, I, I need to finish this guy. I can't get hit too much more. So yeah. that was, that was, I, mean, I, I have to say, I'm very happy with that card. Yeah, yeah, it was very, very good. His, his eye was swollen up, though. It swelled up pretty fast, too. I'm trying to remember what he oh, did. Yeah. I don't know if it was a punch to the eye or or knee or something. But, yeah, Rodolfo's eyeball swelled right up. Do you remember what it was from? I'm I'm trying to uh, to, to look right now. And uh, I'm, I'm trying to look at the highlights real quick as we're speaking. And I the – the punch they actually don't show actually wait, wait uh, i'm actually watching the highlight right ah i don't know if they're gonna That's show fast. the punch right now <laughs> anyway but i think it was a punch the guy that he was fighting he seemed real accurate uh mm. just, just no again just a, a really tough guy um he didn't look like much you know he kind of looked like an old man with a the hair on the sides and he was kind of bald uh i would say next time shave it but, um, <laughs> but no, when you're old, you don't you don't let your uh, your fro grow out on the side. You kind of look like a, you know, like a clown in a way. So uh, I would say, you know, even though it's not really going to take away, it's a little bit of confidence builder, I guess, and a little bit more presentability uh, in the cage. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, I you know. But uh, the guy was tough. I wouldn't mess with that bald guy. Forget it. Um, <laughs> But it it was fun. It was a fun fight, a, a fun card. Even though the main event, uh, the, the uh, you know, uh, Sonya and Romero, even though it wasn't that exciting, it was yeah. you're still glued to it because you were still waiting. Romero had certain times where he was just, uh, you know, just exploded with a punch, and and that's another thing too. He has such explosive ability, and yeah. you, just, you wanted him, you wanted him to show it, but he was. You know, it looked like he was playing around, but I think he was just—he was—he uh, was trying to throw Adesanya off and catch him while he was sleeping. I'm sure you, you remember that. You know, you kind of you bait him into a sleeping. You know, like uh, I'm not really like here. You know, you kind of just bouncing. You're bouncing. All of a sudden, you kind of you, you kind of uh, get them into a state of calm, and all of a sudden, you explode on a guy, whether it's a yeah. sidekick or. A, you know, a rear, uh, you know, you know, a big overhand punch or something, but you, you calm them down, you show them a slow movement and boom, you know, that, that's how, that's, that's how the game is, but a little bit too much there, Romero. I, I wish that it was like that four minutes of bouncing around, you know, I wish it was like a couple seconds here or there. And then he tried to catch him or, you know, yeah, put that power double on him, you know, do something instead of just, I'm hoping to catch him while he's sleeping, that kind of thing. Now, so now that, that's not a true for you. Here's a question yeah. for you, Zane. If that had been a two questions, if the fight played out, let's say that fight wasn't a non-championship fight and it played out the same way, do you think Roll Romero, considering that he got takedowns in certain a couple of rounds, um, and I, I thought he landed more dangerous shots than Anasana. Do you think that he would have won that match? 
I still think that they would have given to Adesanya. And the reason is that sometimes people don't recognize when you beat up a guy's leg that that's equivalent to maybe, you know, a swollen eye or a bloodied up, you know, jaw, something like that. So it, I, you know, you and I both know in a street fight, who wins the street fight? The guy that does the most damage. So could you say that Adesanya did more damage? I think it might have been just a little bit more mm. that he did damage because I think that if it would have went on to round six, round seven, round eight, I think that eventually that leg would have collapsed on him because I think he still would have kept beating on him and eventually would have picked him apart. Um, mm. You know, the few big punches that Romero landed, I really don't think it was equal to everything that Asanya did. However, it took probably twice or three times as many strikes for Adesanya to just barely beat him on damage. So you know what I mean? So you know what I'm saying? So three punches to every one that Adesanya landed, you know, if it would have been one to one, then Romero would have won. I think he has a, a stronger punch, more powerful uh, landings. And, uh, and I tell you, um, I was saying this, or at least I was hearing that if Adesanya had beaten Romero with extraordinary fashion, then they might have contemplated the UFC to allow him to fight John Jones at 205. But I have to tell you, Adesanya was awesome in all his previous fights. Yeah, but this one against Romero, this one against Romero did not impress me. I feel that yeah. he should have been, I, I, I think his punches should have been even stronger. I feel his aggressiveness should have been more. And yeah. he got caught. He got caught a couple of times. I felt that he should not have gotten caught. Like, open, bit like from far away. Even though you got to respect Romero's power, speed, uh, you know, thrusting forward ability, all of that, I still feel that Romero should not, um, that Asanya should not have gotten caught. And I don't feel that he deserves uh, a 205, you know, pound no, fight. I don't think so. Uh, I think now, the reason why I ask that is, is usually in fights, if if a person gets taken down a lot, usually that person gets taken down. But I got another question for you. Do you think there would have been more action if there had been a non-title fight? Maybe it might have been a little bit. Maybe they would have been a little bit more aggressive to move up the ranks. Um, but uh, I I feel that it really was a little bit more up to Romero to not act the way he was acting. I feel mm -hmm. that Romero was kind of, in a way, setting the pace, not Asanya. So mm -hmm. I would have to say that, you know, some people claim that, oh, he had a big settlement recently, um, you know, he had, where he, he won millions of dollars. So maybe he felt like, ah, what am I doing this for? You know, this is my, maybe this is my last fight. Maybe, Maybe I'll retire after this, so I'll just play around and not get hurt. Who knows? Who knows what was in that guy's mind? He's kind of a kooky guy. Seems like a really nice guy. Like, yeah, like yeah. A guy like you probably hang out with. He, he doesn't seem like he says bad things about anybody. I don't have anything against him. I was just annoyed with, you know, the way he fought. Yeah, yeah. I was a little bit. All right. Well, I'm glad we had this little chat on this UFC recap. Zane, it was always a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, hopefully Thanks, we'll have you back on real soon. All right, everybody, we'll be back after this break.
Alright guys, this is Mark the Shark, and I got some great news. If you subscribe to my email list on my website, I will email you a promo code that will allow you to save 20% on any MMA gear or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gear put out by Hypnotic. All you have to do is go to www.marktheshark.mmashow.com and that is Mark with a C and not a K and subscribe to my email list. Go ahead and subscribe today. Are you a fan of the Mark the Shark MMA show? Are you looking for some swag? Check us out on the web at www.marktheshark.mmashow.com where we sell t-shirts, hoodies, crop tops, hats, beanie hats, anything you want. Check it out. Are you also looking to become a guest on the show and be interviewed by me, Mark the Shark Retorto? Well, go to the website and sign up as a guest. Are you looking to become a sponsor? Go to the website. Sign up. Take advantage of the wild range growth of the sport of MMA and be have your business and service advertised to millions of listeners that listen to this podcast every week worldwide from everywhere. Check it out. www.marktheshark.mmashow.com Marcus Sander was a normal family man till he was captured by the Nazis, imprisoned in torture. His only means of survival was to become a vampire. Now his only fear is on how to keep his daughter safe, but not only from the Nazis, but from the creatures of the Dark World. Marcus the Vampire, the first book in the Dark World Chronicle series, now available at www.retortofamilybooks.com and on Amazon.com. Get it now. Hey, what's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Enjoy the show. This is to all you parents out there. Are you looking for a great book for your child to read? Well, look no further. Christina Ritorto has done it again by putting out a sequel to her first book in the Invisible Girl series. The sequel is called A Little Bit Louder. Get it now at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com or RitortoFamilyBooks.com. Again, the book is called A Little Bit Louder, written by Christina Ritorto. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show and browse the unmasked selection of audio programs. Download a trial for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash MMA show. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original shows, news, comedy, and more from our leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. And if you need a book suggestion, I have two. One is called I Am a Survivor by Christina Ritorto, and the other one is written by me, Mark Ritorto, called The Cabal. The saga begins.
All right, guys. You can keep up to date and see what's going to happen with the show by following us on our social media pages. You can follow us on Facebook at Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark with a C and not a K. And that's on Twitter at Mark BJJ Fighter. Again, that's Mark with a C and not a K. And, of course, on Instagram at Mark underscore Retorto. It's Mark, M-A-R-C, underscore Retorto, R-I-T-O-R-T-L. Keep up to date and follow us. And it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything with Me podcast. And you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and rate to his podcast for more amazing episodes. guys we're at the end of our show this is mark retorto i'm signing off and don't forget to follow us on our facebook page it's called the mark the shark mma show and it's mark with a c not a k and also feel free to leave us messages by using the anchor app and also don't forget if you're look in a mood for a good action thriller book to buy my book called the cabal the saga begins it's available on amazon and barnesandnoble.com and if you need a good book for your kid Get the I Am Survivor book or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter, Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week. Thank you.